And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Trevon Edwards for your Tuesday morning update. Before we start, folks, don't forget, if you haven't subscribed, go to theathletic.com slash NBA show. Sign up now. Supports the show. Let them know that you're listening to us. A lot of stuff to get into. Huge slate of games for the MLK Day celebration in the NBA. So we're going to jump right in. The Wizards and the Sixers met up on Monday, Trey, and the Wizards just pounded the Sixers, 117-98, to 98, thanks to what can only be called a group effort, Trey. The Wizards have struggled to find consistency up and down this roster, role players, since that promising start that they had where we were all excited about them. Against the Sixers, the Wizards had seven players in double figures. Trez Harrell led the way, had 18 off the bench, just been huge for them all season, Trey, and tonight, no different. Yeah, no, Trez looked like the the Clippers Trez, the one before was that was trying to get that deal. You know, I mean, he looks a little bit more hungry, more inspired. I um, made some big plays, aggressive in the paint. That's what they really needed. Um, and you know, if if he can continue to play like that, I think that that'll help the Wizards tremendously. Yeah, Thomas Bryant, who's just coming back from the ACL repair, also came off the bench at 15 points. And Trey, you can already see how he's going to add another wrinkle to that offense that might help them get out of this funk with his spacing. Yeah, I mean, just to highlight some of the points of the game, the Wizards got it going early. Kuzma with a monster dunk on Embiid. Huge dunk. Yeah. Huge dunk. And you're going to see that, Trey. It's going to be all over the place. But he had a good game, too. Like, he's been having a nice Mm -hmm. season. Yeah, I want to shout him, man. He doesn't get a lot of uh, MIP love. Definitely should be in some of the conversations, playing extremely well, shooting the ball well, um, you know, and and and, it, and it's been a little bit quiet, but he's 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 been stepping up. Yeah, and and the story of this game for the Sixers, Trey, is their shooting. They mm-hmm. shot the ball awfully, and, and Furkan Kormaz, Korkmaz is shooting twenty eight percent from three on the season. He was zero of five in this game. They were seven of twenty six from three, and honestly, the, look, shooting seven of twenty six from three is bad. Only shooting 26 threes is another part of the problem, Trey. They're just not getting enough shots up. And this is the stuff where you start seeing, oh, okay, well, Tobias Harris is a nice player, but he's overpaid. And it's because of games like this. Seven points, man. Joel Embiid can't do it alone, Trey. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Cork must needs to be taken out of lineup, out of a rotation right now. Just a body just out there at the moment. Um, not really crazy about him. I can give those minutes to someone else. Um, and in this game, you know, they they cut the lead as low as to like six points, but most of the game they trailed by double digits and it was out of reach. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey had 18, Seth Curry eight points. Again, it's one of these things where Joel Embiid puts up MVP-like numbers, and if he gets no help, they just can't win, and, and I think that they need to go be aggressive at the trade deadline, Trey. I agree. 
In Cleveland, the Nets played their first game since losing Kevin Durant for what looks to be at least six to eight weeks, and the Nets really could have used him in this one, Trey. The Cavs beat the Nets 114-107. It was a pretty close game until down at the end, and the Cavs turned up the defense. Isaac Okoro got a big dunk, and, and the Cavs' youth and energy really showed up in the fourth quarter, Trey. Man, it looked like a heavyweight flight all through most of the game. You know, um, obviously, you mentioned KD's out for about six weeks. It's impossible to replace KD, um, but, you know, the Nets have to, you know, show up for their biggest test and, and and be ready for each adjustment each night. Some, you know, when they get back home, they're not going to have Kyrie Irving. So these are the things that they're going to have to adjust and get used to um, without having the luxury of a seven foot one guy that could shoot the three. Yeah, it was important to note, of course, that this was a road game because it meant. They had Kyrie Irving. He was available for this game. And, Trey, he's starting to look more and more like the Kyrie Irving that we know and that we love to watch with each passing game. He had 27 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds. I mean, look, they're going to get this on the road. They really need it every game, and, and you know that's neither here nor there. They got the performance out of him in, in this one, but they didn't get the, the victory, and this is what it's going to be like. It's going to be a bit of a struggle without KD. They might need even more from Kyrie. Man, Kyrie looked amazing. I mean, he did. He looked great. You know, he he was making shots. He was passing the ball. He was willing and dealing, doing what he needed to do, doing what Kyrie does, the things that, you know, fans have missed um, and, and bring to the game. Like, I mean, if I paid for this game, I was really, you know, I thought the, the showdown between him and Darius Garland was definitely one of those ones. You know what I mean? Like, and I like what Darius Garland is doing. I feel like this is his year um, to represent the Cavs in the All-Star game in Cleveland. Yeah, another fantastic game for Darius Garland. He had 22 points in this game, 12 assists. And, you know, his passing, it was always there. But this year, they can really lean on it. He's he's able to create so much more for others. And part of that, Trey, is just because he's become such a potent offensive weapon himself. And we saw that in this game. Yeah, he's getting better each each year. You know, I think he's raised his point per game average two, two points more. Um, and then, you know, just to shout the support and cast, Evan Mobley, you know, made a huge play to stop, you know, Kyrie at the rim. Um, that kind of gave them that position and breathing room. Um, and then also, you know, Laurie Markinen's making the shots, Isaac Coro, which you mentioned. And then, you know, they're fourth in the East. I don't think anyone's seen it. I mean, we watched them develop their players and, and, and get the right guys in there. Um, but I think that, you know, that's a shout to Ricky Rubio. That's, that's a shout to the vets, you know, Seti Osman, Kevin Love being coachable. Um you know, and, and, and JB's doing a great job with this group. Yeah, they got great vibes, and they got Jared Allen. I mean, that's that's enough for me. 14-10 and 10 for Jared Allen in this game. Who, another guy who should be getting some all-star buzz, especially with – look, send all the Cavs. Send them all to the all-star game. This is a great story. They're, they're a great team. They're fun. Uh, let's just create some roster spots. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com 
slash courtside to learn more. Led by 25 apiece from John Morant and Desmond Bain, the Grizzlies won their 12th game out of their last 13, beating the struggling Bulls 119-106. Memphis got their lead up to 23 in the third, and Trey, they just never looked back. I mean, this Memphis team really wants to not just beat you. They want to demoralize you. And look, Morant and Bain, they're going to be a tough cover for anybody. But the Bulls are so shorthanded, they probably really never stood a chance in this game. And they got, not only did they get crushed on the perimeter by Ja and Desmond Bain, they got crushed inside, absolutely dominated in the paint, Trey. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, that this game was out of reach from the jump. I mean, they were tied at 20-20, and then the Grizz went on a 19-3 run. And then, uh, you know, to highlight, you mentioned, you know, the, the dominance in the paint. They lead the league in points in the paint. You know what I mean? So this is what they do. This is their bread and brother. Now, when you look at the Bulls, no no ball, no Levine, no Caruso, and four power forwards out. You know what I mean? Like, that's going there's, – there's nothing you really could do with that, you know what I mean, especially Adams having his way and Jaron Jackson having his way. Um, and 14 to 18 turnovers for steals for the Bulls. Uh, listen, man, uh, it's funny That's bad basketball. I, I, would, I would say this. If this Bulls team was healthy – their defense and their activity reminds me of what Memphis did to Chicago in this game. I mean, Memphis absolutely just swarmed them at every opportunity. There were arms across the paint for every single skip pass that DeMar DeRozan tried to throw. And DeMar was good in this game. He had 25, uh, 24, five assists. Uh, but it's just you need more than just DeMar DeRozan. The reason that the Bulls had been so good was because high level of play from so many different guys – and, you know, I, I do think that the Levine absence, Trey, you felt it in this one. You really felt it when they just didn't have the scoring punch late. Uh, they weren't able to close the gap and and really never even made a run at it. And that's something that the Bulls have had an opportunity in every game when DeRozan and Levine have been available. Yeah, you just got to give credit to Coach Jenkins, you know what I mean, emphasizing him and his staff, putting pressure on DeMar and Io for the ball handling responsibilities and overworking them, tiring them out. I mean, these are two guys that are aggressive that go to the rack, but now you're adding ball handling responsibilities, and that takes them out of what they do best. And then now when it's time to create, they're exhausted. So, yeah, and, you know, cool, and kudos Memphis, to that. And also, uh, credit to Memphis for their transition defense. The Bulls yep. have been so good this year at transition. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. had two transition blocks. You know, and that's pretty rare to get in, in one game, especially for a big man. And he's running the court with these guys. So credit to those guys. You know, I was talking to our, our friend Keith Parrish about how few charges the Grizzlies draw, right? Like they play honest basketball on both ends. They're not trying to go out there and grift. And what it allows them to do is make all these plays defensively. I mean, it just hands all over the ball, all over the place. And, I mean, not only can they cover you, but they're a tough cover too. John Morant, just so special. In Atlanta, the Bucks. Oof, man, this is a rough one for them. They lose to the Hawks. Coming into this game, neither team was really setting the world on fire. The Bucks had lost five of their last seven. The Hawks had lost five straight and ten straight home games. Trade. They're just so bad. Well, make that six of eight for the Bucks. Lost six of their last eight. The Bucks actually led this game for roughly the first forty-three and a half minutes. And they were up by as much as 14. And then about midway through the fourth, they just totally fell apart, Trey. And I can't quite put my finger on what happened. Yeah, they, you know, the Hawks went on an 11-2 run. But then I think that it went 
when they adjusted on Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton was amazing tonight and the Hawks made adjustments and he just wasn't making shots and they were able to slow things down. Um, and, you know, good play from, you know, big O and, and, and obviously Trey young, Trey young, you know, hit a big three, made a, a great pla- a great pass in the, in the, in the, the lower, lower area and was <laughs> able to, you know, start this run up and, and, and get it going. And I think this is the biggest win of, you know, the season, but not only the regular season. Well, you're mentioning Trey's passing, and actually, the this run kind of started with a, a kind of a crazy skip pass by Trey, and it's he makes these passes all the time, but he you know he throws from the opposite wing and hits Kevin Herter for a wide open three that Trey Young generated on his own. Kevin Herter was standing stationary. Herter hits the three, and now that brought the Hawks to within three. Atlanta got it down to two thanks to a couple of Gallinari free throws, and then the next possession for the Bucks, and again, Hawks turned it up. They draw an offensive foul on Middleton and then come back down on the other end, and Gallinari hits a huge three to give their Hawks the first lead of the game with about four and a half to go, and they never look back. Trey Young capped off what what wound up being that 11-2 run turned into a 20-5 run in the fourth. He hit a huge three, put the Hawks up six, and and you know Bobby Portis answered that with a three. Uh, we can say that the game was iced by that DeAndre Hunter floater off the glass, which was a really funny shot, a great shot. It was a funny shot, but but really it was that deep three by Trey. He he ice in his veins, shut it down. And this is another lead that the Bucks have blown here recently, Trey. And I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on, man. Are they just running out of gas? Uh I don't know if they're running out of gas, but I mean that, that's a that's a good shout on that. Um I think that they'll be able to um adjust, but I think they just need to be a full squad again. You know what I mean? Like when Drew is healthy, they'll be able to play better. But right now, they're offset. Yeah, they're four and eight now in games without Drew Holiday. And, you know, we keep mentioning, you know, we talked about Embiid and how great the Sixers have been with Embiid. And we talk about Jokic and how that team falls apart when he's off the court. Uh, we got to start talking about how important Drew Holiday is to the Bucs I mean, because clearly his point of attack defense is super important for what they want to do uh, when it comes to winning a game for 48 minutes. I mean, 43 and a half, just not going to win you another title. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Don't forget, we got tampering coming up next right here on the Athletic NBA Show, so stay tuned for that. For Trey, I am Dave. Wishing you guys a great rest of your week. Trey, let's get out of here, man. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. 